0: Good morning, fellow Explorers. My name is Murr. I am waiting for Trixie to get all of her her talkings out. She's very excited this morning. My name is Murr. I am a co-host of the podcast Siren Soapbox, and I would be the siren who identifies as the red tail. I usually have some of my siren friends join me for our positivity pop-up, but they're all off doing vacation-y things, so good for them. I uh, also invited Fortune Feemster to join me to co-host this morning, but she hasn't responded, so i guessing she's a little busy. I had a good week. It ended with a Show at the Taft last night where we did, where Mark and I watched Fortune Themester perform live, and she is hilarious. That was a fun night. Um, I also got in the mail this week my thank you cards that I ordered from the Santoro Education Life Skills Foundation. And they're just the size of a business card. They have says thank you for and they have three options a positive attitude for being kind or for a good work ethic Uh, we talked about these in a positivity pop-up i think the very first positivity pop-up we ever did we talked about this and they finally arrived and i'm super stoked to have them i haven't given any out yet i just got these like friday i think today is sunday Um, But that's on the list of, they're in my wallet. They're ready to go. It's on, it's something I am challenging myself to do this week. Mark and I will be traveling as will many of the sirens be traveling, um, all of us, (laughs) to see Tracy and Dean get married next week. So while I'm traveling, I think that'll be a really good opportunity to use those. All right. If we are ready to get started, I've got some good news articles that I'm going to share with you that I found this week. And as a reminder, this weekly positivity pop-up is just a way for us to sort of saturate you with some good news as a way to sort of dilute the bullshit that life gives you every week. So in in an attempt to make your day just a little bit brighter, here are some stories I found. (laughs) <laughs> to raise your spirits. This very first story is about a young man named Kayson. He is an 8-year-old and his favorite breakfast spot is waffle house. Now, I'm trying to I'm trying to read Oh, Little Rock Arkansas. So they eat at this Waffle House at least every other weekend, his mom says, for breakfast. And Kazen's favorite server is Devante Gardner. Kazen and Devante have sort of struck up this beautiful relationship, and they were talking one day. Kazen learned that Devante doesn't have a car so he had to figure out how to get to him from work and he had found out that he had moved his family his wife and two daughters into a motel because their living situation was not ideal and so Kazen decided that he wanted to start a GoFundMe he convinced his mother to set it up for him and this is what it says hi my name is Kazen I'm eight years old Devante is a hard working dad with two little girls and a wife he is a dedicated worker and has to walk or get a ride to work every day Devante is one of the most joyous and positive people you've ever met. He always greets us with the biggest smile. I hope your heart is as big as mine and you will help me spread kindness in the world. Any amount helps. So Kazen's goal was $500. And I think at one point he mentioned to his dad, 5,000 would be nice get this guy a car. Well, as of Friday, March 4th, the campaign has raised $66,000. It's amazing. Um, Gardner, Devonte, who he spoke to today and today.com. This is where I found this story. And he was on a break at his job at the Waffle House, still works there. Amazing. And he had just signed a lease on a two-bedroom apartment, thanks to all of the money raised by his little friends. That's pretty amazing. The next story I have for you is about a surgeon who was... Performing a liver transplant for one of his patients, it was um, they were receiving a liver donation from. I actually don't know if it was a living donor or a deceased donor. I'm assuming it was a, a deceased donor because time was of the essence. I guess anytime you remove an organ from the body, it probably is. It would be lovely to have Siren Sara on here to talk doctor stuff, but she's not. Happy Sunday, Sarah. Anyway, you know organs. They don't have very much time after they leave a body to be, you know, after a certain point, they start to deteriorate to, to a point where you can no longer put it in someone else's body, is what I'm getting at. So, this doctor has a patient, 66 year old man, on the operating table waiting for this liver. And there's a freaking marathon in this town, it's Philadelphia. And I've only been to Philadelphia once, but apparently it can be a little difficult to navigate, especially if you're not from the area. And they, while they do have like emergency passes through the marathon, this courier driver was not familiar with the area, couldn't find these pass-throughs even after speaking to police officers. So surgeon, Adam Bodesin, knows where this is. He leaves the hospital runs literally runs a mile to this to the marathon through the marathon gets the liver from this courier driver runs back on Trixie's excited too, where police officers you know he hops in a cruiser and they run him back to the hospital and he was able to uh perform the liver transplant and his patient um made a full recovery, he left the hospital six days later. So that's pretty amazing. Nice job, Dr. Adam Bodesen. That Bodesen. is pretty cool. It B- makes me think yeah, of shaken, not stirred, though. Because I'm oh, sure- Oh, this is that. a really fun story. A couple weeks ago, one of my recommendations to <laughs> this, this bird, one of my recommendations to everyone was to check out an episode of Criminal, um, the, the episode where Phoebe Judge interviews a family member of Robert Smalls. So as a reminder, Robert Smalls was the first Black man to command a, a U.S. Navy ship. And he, he was able to do this because he organized a pretty amazing escape from the confederate army along with one of their assets a very large warship and when he um he surrendered to the union and of course they were like this guy's awesome let's make you a commander he was like bet i'm all in well this week on february 27th the naming commission of the us navy recommended that they were or they announced rather that they were going to be changing the name of the cruiser uss chancellorville cg-62 it would be renamed to the uss robert smalls so that's pretty amazing um not only was he um a hero for rescuing himself and his family and many other slaves and their families on that on that night Um, but he was he was a he was an advocate for black rights in this country and he led one of the first boycotts of segregated public transportation in 1864 that led to the city of philadelphia integrating streetcars in 1867 so he he's done some really good things this comes from the Secretary of the Navy, Carlos <laughs> Carlos Del Toro. He says, the renaming of these assets is not about rewriting history, but to remove the focus on the parts of our history that don't align with the tenets of this country and instead allows us to highlight the events and the people in history who may have been overlooked. Robert Smalls is a man who deserves a namesake ship and with this renaming, his story will continue to be re- be retold and highlighted. Nice job, yeah. maybe. Very cool. This bird. Okay, our next story is really sweet. This is about a group of people. Uh, it's, a, it's a nonprofit here in the United States, and it is called Loose Ends. It's a pretty niche little organization. They are a group of knitters. They their volunteers call themselves finishers. Um, They hook up with family members or with families who have lost a family member who was in the middle of a knitting project and they take on these projects and finish them for the families. So they've already been connected with 5000. We have 5000 people sign up to be finishers. And they've all, they've completed about 20 projects so far, but they have like another 200 in the works. So it's pretty amazing work that they're doing. There's some pictures on this, in this article of a a finished sweater that somebody, it was really awesome. There's like a little sailboat on it. It's really cool. Anyway, Annie Gatewood, she's a Maine resident who, whose mother had, she died of lymphoma during a project of knitting sweaters for her grandchildren. And... Loose Ends was able to finish it up for her. She says, there was a sense of peace for me. I absolutely know that my mother would have been delighted. So it's pretty cool. My mom was a crocheter. And it, during the last several years of her life, her eyesight was pretty bad. So she hadn't started any projects, but I can see how this type of work would be very meaningful to people. That's pretty cool. But- all yeah. right. My next story comes out of Los Angeles on February 22nd. Dave Grohl, you, you may or may not know that name, but he is the front man for one of my favorite bands of all time, Foo Fighters. Um, sidebar, we are working on a challenge where we are putting together a top 10 list of our favorite songs. Um, we'll pick a theme, one of the top 10 favorite songs for blank. I haven't decided what my theme's going to be yet, but um, this challenge came to us for my boyfriend, Marky Mark. Um, we, I, I think a Foo Fighter song is going to have to be on my list. Maybe, I don't know. I guess I, it'll depend on my theme. I don't know, we'll see. Anyway, Dave Grohl spent, and, and along with some other barbecue enthusiasts like himself, they spent more than 24 hours volunteering at a Los Angeles shelter. Um, the shelter's name is Hope the Mission. And the one of the people who runs the, the shelter told um, said that Dave Grohl told the staffers that he finds getting into the barbecue pit therapeutic after he comes off stage. Apparently, he is known for doing things like this. He said he told her that whenever he comes off of work or anything else, it's what he wants to do. He wants to cook for people. And she says, by the way, it was amazing. The best barbecue we've had. Grohl told a, um, a an interview. I think it was in the Rolling Stones one time that he. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I I thought I had a uh, a quote in here, but I guess not. Anyway, he did say that he never wanted to open a restaurant. He did want to, want to pull up to a Slayer show or a Harley dealership or a church or the LA ba- food bank benefit and cook. He said. It's kind of cool that I'm able to do that. And it's fucking fun. I mean, they bleeped it out, but <laughs> I have an explicit rating. So there you go. So yeah, he shows up the day before the meal is to be served on Saturday. I think it was Saturday at 6 p.m. is when, they served, when he was supposed to serve dinner. So he shows up on Friday at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, starts cutting meat and preparing it. Um, covering it in spices, let it marinate for a little bit. He finished up with all that around midnight. And then he like lay down, went to sleep. I hope he didn't take a homeless person's bed. Certainly he would never do that, right? And then him and his buddies took turns like smoking this meat overnight. I guess they threw it in the smoker around midnight and kept it going. I've never smoked meat. I don't know how long it takes, but apparently a long time. He did meet the 6 p.m. dinner deadline, and he stuck around to serve dinner for people. So I think that is really cool. So today, it's always National Something Day, right? Today, right now, is March 5th, and according to nationaldaycalendar.com, today is national absinthe day mark and i had absinthe for well it was my first time he apparently um is no stranger to absinthe that does not mean that he all the time i just know that he's familiar with it (laughs) we had he he poured us a, a a glass of absinthe while we did our latest getting real with siren soapbox movie club where we discussed the movie moulin rouge quite a bit of absinthe is consumed in that uh, in that movie and we'll be releasing that recording at some point it was just a sirens and our and and some of our guys but we want you to maybe put it on your calendar to join us for our next movie club on april 25th if you want to be able to vote on that movie i haven't updated the website yet but i'm going to so we'll put a link on um on our we'll, you can go to our website and find the voting but we'll also put it up on facebook uh, We that'll be the best place to look for it stay tuned for that it is also national um finishers Medal day the first sunday in march is Finisher's Medal Day. And I I don't know about you guys, but I have (laughs) spurred, I have participated in and completed several races. I am not a competitive runner. I would never win like first place in a race, for example. I am lucky to cross the finish line. And that is what the first Sunday in March is here to celebrate, friends. I will put a picture up on. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter of all of my finishing medals. And I hope that you'll share yours with me. But in that spirit, of course, we can't end a positivity pop-up without some jokes. If Elsie were here, she'd tell some trivia, but she is, she is not. All right, here we go. Ready? What country is the fastest? Iran. (laughs) What do you call Cardi B on a treadmill? That's right, cardio. Uh, But why shouldn't runners use a treadmill? Because it'll get them nowhere. (laughs) Here's my favorite. What do you call a free treadmill? that would be outdoors people (laughs) running place. You don't have to pay for. All right. I'm going to leave you all this week with some recommendations. They are a couple of Instagram videos from the Good news network. The first one is all about Froderick the frog. This little guy shows up at this guy's house and starts hanging out inside of a pole in his metal fence. So this guy decided to 3D print him a little frog house, little frog hut. And then he posted a video about it on the internet. And <laughs> All right, so this is a little frog hut. They posted on he posted it on TikTok and all these TikTokers of course were like, um it could be better. It could be much easier to access and nice job but it could be better so this guy was like man these guys are right it could be better so then he he improved it a little bit he even like improved the the in the roof inside of this little frog hut so that he could um so that the ribbit amplification would be improved He put in a little patio for him and some of the people on the internet started calling this frog Fraud, Froderick. So that's his name now. Well, Froderick liked his new and improved home so much that a little lizard friend showed up to hang out with him. So that was fun. And then TikTok came back. I'm really sorry. I had to take a drink there. So anyway, these, uh, TikTok came back with even more suggestions. So we ended up putting in like a little 3D printed pond and with plants in it, a possum comes around and starts out. He puts in a little pond. The possum is a friendly possum, by the way. The possum, King Julian and Froderick are BFFs, so <laughs> it's fine, really. So then this guy, that this homeowner, he puts like a little pond inside of a printer at the bottom of the fence. He's got some plants growing up. This place becomes like a little haven for, for Froderick and his lover. They make little frog babies. They add even more little frog houses. The possums are hanging out. They have babies. This whole thing is just such a feel good story. You should check out Froderick's little little hut and um, his home and the way it grew on Instagram. I will put a link in the description for this episode and last but certainly not least i came across a story of some cheerleaders it was like some cheerleading competition um i don't know where in a big warehouse somewhere because that's what it looks like cheerleading competitions are held and for some reason the sound system quit working in the middle of this group's um routine and if you've ever done any kind of dance or Played music, you know that counting is extremely important. I, I'm even learning that in my um, voice work that being able to keep time is very important. So obviously, listening to their music is a way for them to do that. But when the sound system cut out, they had no music, and there were like 30 girls out on the out on the floor performing their their number, and almost immediately. Every other cheerleader in the room, there were, and I say the room, it was like an arena. Yeah, it's a good story, Trix. So they, they say it was like 10,000 cheerleaders. They all just started keeping time <laughs> for these girls on the floor and they were able to finish the routine and it was amazing. And the whole crowd erupted and I teared up watching it. And I hope that you tear up watching it as well. <laughs> And that's all i got for you guys today it was short and sweet today next week i I don't know what we're gonna do we're gonna maybe try to we're gonna maybe try to go live but we will all be on saint croix i think siren jess will actually be back in hawaii by sunday morning but all the rest of us are going to be on saint croix we are going to be celebrating our friend tracy siren tc she's our orange tail her and her fiance are getting married next week so we're so excited about that so anyway i i don't know if we're gonna go live we'll try no promises we'll see what happens so if we don't catch you next week we'll definitely catch you the week after and stay tuned for our episode of siren soapbox that will be aired on friday we are going to be participating in my mystery episode. I didn't want to say I almost saw what it was, but I know siren Sara is listening, so can't give it away. Nice try, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining me this morning. And until next time, dive in, stay curious and be happy. <laughs> yeah, nice try, Sarah.